Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it fell to me, and I chose Fancade, the fan made arcade. Fancade is a 2020, well, we'll get to describing exactly what it is, but it's a 2020 game from Martin Magny. Uh, I would describe it as a racer, a platformer, puzzler, and like a creation tool. Uh, it's all really all of the above. There's a lot going on. Really fascinating with uh, what FanCade is trying to do. Um, the fan-made arcade. It is a fan-made arcade, and that is very literal. means that you can actually get in there. It's all in just one little app. You can go in there and sample all the different games that people have made using the FanCade system. Can I read you the description from the Apple App Store? I know that's your favorite part of the whole episode. Yes. Play more than five... Five... T- five zero. <laughs> Play more than 50 games and 1,000 levels in a quest to unlock stars and unlock worlds. Then visit the arcade to play even more games or make your own. Here's why, here's why you'll like Fancade. I like that. Direct to the point. Tell me what I like. Simple fun games. Make your own games. Play offline and play for free. All Fancade games are made with the app itself. Mm-hmm. Any player can become a creator. That's pretty cool. Uh, and many have. And that's how we keep adding so many new games. That's it. I like, I like how it went from like marketing speak to, mm-hmm. hey, you can do this. I believe in you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Into a very personal little note. <laughs> exactly. Which I appreciate it. We are. So, Edwin, how would you describe the gameplay mm. that is involved in Fancade? True to its name, it is very arcadey. Um, for a game of such, for an application of such depth, I do have to admit that I feel like I've not done a good job delving into the very depths of it. But uh, I have played it a few times. There's a uh, there's the car game, the racing part, uh, which is well. Let's talk well. Let's just talk about what we've played so far. So there's a racing game. There's a kind of a puzzle game that's a little bit uh, reminds me of Monument Valley, where you've got to, uh, in 3D space, rotate uh, the platform or your little island around in order to navigate your person to move. Uh, and then you can also do the little uh, slidey block elements to unlock and uh, clear the path for them to move forward. Uh, and then mercifully, more truck racing games, which is really fun, uh, which I played a bunch. Uh, there was a kind of was it a cut the rope style game where you had to um swing swing around i didn't get on too well with that game but uh with this it's pretty great because if you don't want or you aren't enjoying a certain game no pressure boom move on to the next one uh it'll be a completely different completely different game although kind of having the same look so much like a real arcade if one game is not uh tickling your fancy if you if you get bored of uh tapper Tapper, yes. If you're bored of Tapper, Tapper. then uh, <laughs> you can go move on to, um, oh, I don't know, say uh, Crazy Taxi. And uh, if you don't like, what was that car game that we played where you had to accelerate to make your back wheels, I mean, make your front wheels go up a little bit and then brake a little bit to make your front wheels go forward. It's kind of like a trials game. Yeah, we played a few of those games. Um 
but I'm blanking what on. Was... Oh, is this the part of the, of the episode where we go through our back catalog again? <laughs> <laughs> that is everyone's favorite part. I feel like it's going to be too long. I think yeah. it's going to be too far back. Um, but yeah, I mean, those kind of like side scrolling games where you have to use a little bit of physics in order to get the car just at the right angle in order to go up a hill and all that sort of stuff. Like the fun. fact that that those kind of games are in this are in fancade and you can actually make them is kind of it, it blew my mind right like like you said yeah. they have these monument valley-esque little levels which i think is more kind of like um uh fez i don't know if you've played fez Ooh. but it's like this 3d rotational game and i think it's kind of based on that as well um but the fact that you can actually go in there see the levels on how it's actually being made. It's really mind blowing on this little, on what like this, this app can achieve. Uh, it's really, really cool. And I think even if you're not going to be playing the games from it, I think you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I agreed. Sam, what was your favorite game that you found in the fancade fan made arcade? Okay. So I like the, I like the more simpler ones, uh, because mm-hmm. I kind of wanted you're to a simple see, person. That too, yes. But I kind of wanted to see the um, how they made it, right? Mm. Uh, but there's like a whole bunch. There is like, uh, what was the one that I really looked at? There was like a plumbing one where, Ooh. you know, like the... If you're familiar with Pipe Dream, right? Which is like a classic old school game where... Uh, it shows you in like this grid uh, sections of pipes that are not connected. And then you have to sort of rotate them in order to make the, the pipes all sort of fit together. And then the water then flows through it, right? Sounds a bit like a pipe push paradise. but it's, not. It's, it's not really like pipe push paradise. It's more just like a straightforward uh, pipe puzzle game. But the fact <laughs> that you can also make something like that in this in this game is really wild. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought very interesting. Uh, the fact that it has like this system that you can use to create it, uh, just the different variants of the games that you can create from it. I thought it was just amazing. But yeah, that was my favorite. What was your favorite, Edwin? Oh, I was totally down with the, the car physics game. Um, they, I was pleased to find a few of those around. I was, I was out hunting for those. Uh, as you say, like it's a extreme physics version of a of a car game where your the challenge is not to crash and uh, flip your car, which you'll do very easily. Um, we have certainly played a couple of games like this in the past, but this was a really good implementation of it. Um, you've got forward and back, which would then also act as as brakes, uh, depending on which way you're moving. Uh, The level design was really incredible on some of them. Just really smart. (laughs) Like in one, one you have to operate two cars uh, or two. And then there's like Humvee, Humvee H2s. You've got to operate two of those. And you need both of them to get to a certain place to unlock a barrier. Uh, Some of them you need to zoom really fast but slow down by the end because you need to reverse over the finishing line which is actually like underneath the rest of the level so you need to back it up uh there's a tanks version there's uh one with a trailer uh one with a double decker hummer if you could believe such a thing so it's a really top heavy and then the physics changed for that as well uh, yeah it's yeah, so I just crazy. very much enjoyed all of the all of the uh the racing games because they were great fun and then 
they have like these little simulation type games that are also really cool as well. But that isn't really a game per se, but just acts just like looks really nice. Like I found this one where you're kind of like a train going around this like grassy area in like the spherical globe. Um, and it's just like really nice, very well done. Uh, yeah, there's just like a whole, you can, you can go in really deep, uh, just looking at all the different creations, uh, that people have. And yeah, it seems to be like a pretty thriving community of people that are actually making this stuff. Uh, so you can also see like their name, how many people have liked it, uh, how many plays it's gotten. So it's like, it's little, uh, I guess like subreddit, if you will, or like sub sub community or like a little community around this game which is great yeah it's also really interesting that everyone's experience will be different much like going to a real arcade whatever uh catches your eye whichever machine is beeping the loudest (laughs) or flashing the most uh you'll uh you'll go and put your quarters into but uh yeah like i imagine we maybe started off playing the same game but then as you explore the rest of the world uh you probably divert and 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 uh, play different levels, which have completely different games. Edwin, let's get on to the three by threes. Three good arcade games and three bad arcade. <laughs> three games, stinkers. Yeah. What's your least favorite arcade game? I think my least favorite is that Missile Command game, where there are missiles coming down into a city in like little thin lines, and you kind of have to set little you have to use a trackball in order to then point to where oh the missiles are going to be headed to and then you press a button and then a, a missile explosion sort of covers that area and then hopefully it will cover that little line of a missile that's coming towards the city it becomes very very stressful and it becomes very difficult very quickly no that does not sound fun anything with a trackball in an arcade i'm not sure that's uh Right. Desirable outcome. Yeah. Especially uh, in these days. Yeah. No thank you, please. <laughs> what about you? Any of like, the very big multiplayer games, kind mm. of like uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or as X-Men where you can have like six people around and it's right. just, you're just there endlessly smashing buttons and running. And giving uh, coins because it gets right, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, while that's undoubtedly fun and everyone's there and kind of kind of having a good time, the actual game itself is, I don't know, doesn't really push my buttons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're just oh, I get cranking. It. I, I yeah. see what you said there. <laughs> yeah. You're just like cranking the joystick left and then just hitting the buttons the whole time. Um, yeah. Maybe I just need to level up my arcade skills. But onto the three by threes. My first good point. This is an incredible little app. I feel like I did not do it justice in the seven days um, enough to be able to explore everything that's going on because we start off with the quest, which gets you to a bunch of different games. But then there's a whole bunch of other things. There's an arcades. You can build things. Um, as you were kind of talking about, Sam, there's this amazing community building things that you can go and play, play new games all the time. That's uh, it's just, yeah, it's just wonderful. Um, yeah, so this is huge. It's pretty bonkers. What's happening is, yeah. I cannot do a, yeah. do a good service. And around There's that, like, I think I, I really need to call out the good point that the packaging is so well done of this game, right? Like, I think they definitely got influences from, uh, like, this 8-bit operating system for game making called Pico 8. Uh, and I feel like it's gotten a lot of influences from there. But and what they do with this, with Vancade, is, like, they've actually made that into, like, this 3D concept where 3D is very prevalent and very possible 
Um, even the the pro- programming system that they use to make those games seems to be kind of like this node-based 3D thing. Mm. Uh, so all of that is very interesting to sort of like dig into. And there's tons of things to dig into in this game. Uh, if you don't like a particular style of mobile or arcade games, you, you can easily quickly find other things that might be available. But yeah, this is definitely worth looking into. It's completely free. There are ads, but yeah, worth checking out. In addition to that, you can go and create games, right? That's yeah. even even better. I didn't didn't even have a chance really to delve into uh, how to build games, um, but it looks incredible. Like the, the fact that you can use the game to build the game and then play the game. Oh, that's my brain. That's to pretty think about. cool. Yeah, right. I feel like they're kind of going through some sort of loophole. I mean, they must be right. Like, I don't know if that's actually permissible uh, within like the app store. <laughs> <laughs> guidelines right like i don't know uh maybe it is but it seems like i hope they don't get in trouble <laughs> gosh but yeah can you imagine i mean yeah building a game on your phone with touchscreen controls what a world what a world i, don't know I mean soon i feel like, like yeah. i feel like soon that's gonna be like a thing right like they have apps now where you can build complete websites from your phone like there's a little app called universe where it's kind of like squarespace uh but it's all like mobile app based and you can just create like you know uh, a website on your phone and then publish it and anyone can like get to it it'll be on like a public domain like you can buy a domain through the app as well yeah it's pretty cool but like yeah i see that for programming as well right like i see a future where if you want an app to do a certain thing, like you'll have an app that gives you like these building blocks to like create an app for yourself. Um, which yeah. I, yeah. Which I think will be cool. On to the bad points, Edwin. Hmm, well, let's see. Um, it's a bit of a nitpick, but the animations between levels is pretty, hmm, let's say aggressive. Uh, you get the, old uh five and a quarter inch is it five and a half inch floppy disk animation but there's just a lot of movements um that i didn't particularly enjoy that's uh, the silliest nitpick ever oh the inter-level animation is too much but that did stand out to me and when i think about this about this app right now i go oh boy those those animations are real much am i being right too uh too delicate about this sam did you notice this i don't know i think i think they've made really good concessions into you being able to speed them up right like if you actually tap your finger down on it it actually speeds through it very quickly Mm, right Um, so i feel like they've made those calls uh correctly that's fair but i i think that's fair i i don't think that's a a negative nitpick Uh, especially if you're in the mood to just like play some arcade games right like just to, to get to the next level or like to to complete out the the series of puzzles. Yeah. Um, mine is also like a really minor nitpick as well. Like I feel like the, the programming language, while it's really, really cool, I can see it being super tedious to actually build out complex node structures to do the logic that you're looking for in order for these games to actually work. I opened up one game that I thought would be relatively simple and it was like this huge tree of nodes that are all connected and it's one i think while node based you know like these programming things are really cool to like get you going and you know you don't need to actually write code in order to 
make code. Yeah. Node-based programming, like if you're, it's really hard to get into someone else's brain uh, to, to find out like which part of that node tree does what. Like I feel like that's the most uh, difficult thing about this. And so I can see the programming while it's there and powerful to use and people are making really cool stuff from it. If you're actually going to make a game from it, I can f- I can feel like it's going to be very very tedious to do so. Uh, but yeah, like I said, a very makes minor you, nitpick. Right, so this makes you realize how complicated logic and game programming kind of is, right? So like, right. And see, and seeing it drawn out is uh, just kind of makes it even more apparent. Uh, and that's really it for me, Edwin. Like yeah. otherwise, I highly recommend this game. There's like tons to really dig into. It could even be like the start of something that gets you into programming, right? Like if you find out, That's so true. hey, you know, like I really like these things and how it's being manipulated. Um, you can start with this and see if you like it. Dan, what's your final seven day rating for Fancade, the fan made arcade? Final seven day rating is five days. And that's a good five days. Uh, I think the, <laughs> no where I really no stopped. rating as a good five. But yes, carry on. Well, <laughs> the reason why I stopped after the fifth day is because I was really looking forward to getting into more of the programming aspect of it. But once I found that it's kind of really hard to manipulate as well, like on a phone yeah. screen, I can see maybe if like if you're like on an iPad with a uh, with a with a pencil, that might be a little bit better. But also, like there isn't any sort of guided tutorial around the programming programming aspect around it inside the game like you have to go to a separate youtube video to find out how it works and that's where it kind of lost me but overall highly recommend it five out of seven days nice yeah it was a it's a four out of five for me again the games were fun four out of five this isn't five days to play this is seven days to play this is why I shouldn't be playing the game while talking about which the game. other podcast are you on Edwin oh, no. do you want to tell me something are you se- do you secretly five have days a to play? five days <laughs> to play yes. which is better than seven days to play right it's the, the, the scheduling is a bit of a nightmare because it's in this strange cadence of every five days you have to record um, <laughs> there's a four out of seven the games were fun um, but my brain likes a uh, continuous experience or just at least like a i don't know i just wanted to play the car games the whole time which i suppose mm. you can do um but uh definitely worth checking out free to play uh i think it's 99 cents to unlock for uh ad free uh to unlock for 30 days or more you can do it for a year fan made arcade fancade it does what it says and now it befalls is it befall a word is it it befalls to me sure it befalls to to Sam. To b- the both of us. <laughs> uh, to select the next game. Uh, Edwin, I know that there has been an influx of Apple Arcade games. Um, oh, And yes. I think it is our responsibility to try and get to as much of that as possible. So, Ruff, Edwin, Ruff. <laughs> you have seven days to play Cozy Grove. From the mm. Apple Arcade. Oh, well, that's a lovely name. I feel cozy already. Cozy Grove. Cozy, cozy, cozy Grove. I can't read the tagline for it because it's not... Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's. I can't read the tagline. Does it have a tagline for you? 
Maybe it doesn't. No, in this new mm. uh, Apple Arcade UI, you don't get to find out what the uh, what the tagline is. Casual. That's all you know. Yeah, it's just casual, cozy grove. It looks like a a yeah, nice what does little this look like? farming mm. collecting game. So let's check it out. I feel like the app icon is very incongruous to the little preview video that's playing on top. Mm. Right. I agree. I, f- I feel like the app icon could be on some uh, hype beast streetwear, or like a indie house label. Oh yeah, totally. But then the uh, <laughs> the little preview video looks all very cutesy and hand drawn. Anyway, right. what to make of these strange uh, parallel parallel worlds? Find out next week when we play Cozy Grove. From Apple Arcade. Before we go, Edwin, do you have a thing of the week? Top Chef is back, Sam. Mm. Now I forget, are you a Top Chefer or are you, uh, do you look down on I'm such a, things? I'm a British baking shower and mm-hmm. a sometime, an occasional Master Chefer. The British version or the American version? I think the, the British version. Master Chef? I mean, Master Chef. <laughs> Master Chef. And most recently, Final Table, which is amazing, but I think they canceled it. It was, it turned out to be the final table. Was that the Netflix? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, that is the Netflix one. Okay. I've not seen it. Uh, yes, I will admit, if, you, if, you're, if you've been used to uh, the Great British Baking Show, uh, going to Top Chef is a little um, jarring, should we say. It's a little grating. It's is it very more, dramatic? It's just a different style, right? Mm. Uh, so they're sticking to it, but I'm enjoying it a lot. They're in Portland this time around. Uh, all your favorites are back. Uh, Padma, Tom, Gail, mm. they're all there uh, as the judges. Um, it brings me, brings me a little bit of joy each week to nice. catch up. Has it been a long time since they were back or is it just the next year? I don't know. I don't keep up with Top Chef. Yeah, it's been it's been longer than usual. I think uh, mm. just because obviously COVID hit, and they were trying to figure out what does Top Chef look like in a COVID world. Uh, so it's interesting to see the concessions they've made. Like the kitchens are a lot larger. They don't have the dash around Whole Foods now because they just mm. preview the app and have it delivered to their door <laughs> with some like nice product placement. Um, oh, interesting. Like so yeah, uh, there's a few things that have changed, but. It's still a lot of fun. I still enjoy it a lot. Look forward to uh, watching it on a Friday, Friday, Friday evenings. Top Chef is nice. back, season eighteen, seventeen or eighteen. Wow, like that. yeah, already. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it's been going a long time. Yeah, and I have seen mm. them all. <laughs> should I, I'm not sure I should brag about that or not, but yeah, <laughs> they should combine Top Chef and Survivor at some point. I feel like if you're a Survivor mm. fan, you're probably a Top Chef fan as well. Interesting. I am a survivor hmm. I'm a fan is too strong a word but uh, but if you found out that there was a show that combined the two and it's the producers from the two wouldn't you watch right. that like if Boston Rob was on Top Chef whatever that means yes okay. I agree <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm so much of a, I'm at least of a survivor fan that I know who Boston Rob is uh, <laughs> I mean one of the most famous survivor players of all time Sam anyway mm, okay we're not survivors of I think of the week Top Chef, streaming now on the, it's on Bravo. Hulu apps, Bravo, so, uh, okay. Yeah, it's on Bravo. One of those uh, apps. But, you know, you can just uh, buy the season pass uh, for, I think, 20 of your American dollars. 
My thing of the week, I'm going to do this really quickly, Edwin, is the Xbox app on the iPhone. The uh, with the what? Xbox app, yeah. But hang on the, a second. <laughs> There's an Xbox app for the iPhone. Yes. That's just literally what you just said. Okay, sorry, my brain took a second to process that because... Yep. Well, I'm intrigued yep. to find out what it does. So, uh, you can connect to your Xbox Series X from your Xbox app and stream the gameplay from your Xbox Series X to your phone. Oh, you could... So you could stream your Xbox Series X to your iPhone X. To your iPhone X, yes. Your Xbox Sex to your iPhone X. Yeah, tell me how this works. You use the Xbox controller, the Xbox Series X controller. So you can sync your... You can sync any kind of any bluetooth controller to your phone but because oh, i true. have the the backbone one which has instantaneous connection and no lag um you can use that as your controller and have your xbox streaming to your phone uh and i've been playing like you won't be able to get the best performance from like games that take like you know, quick reflexes. So games like Warzone or PUBG aren't really going to work well because you need to be kind of quick on your toes. But for games like Theme Hospital, I mean, or Two Point Hospital, or um, what is that game? Civilization, or even like XCOM, where it's more turn-based, it's kind of perfect for it when you get like the graphical fidelity of an Xbox being streamed into your phone. And I thought mm. there'd be like a lot of artifacting, but quality is actually pretty good. Um, and allows me to just like kind of stream my gameplay onto my phone and enjoy it. Oh, nice. What are you playing at the moment? So I like to kind of chill out right before I go to bed. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been playing Two Point Hospital, which is the spiritual successor for Theme Hospital. I don't know if you've ever played oh. that. Oh, I was a big theme park kind of guy i was yeah. not a theme hospital guy though it's kind of funny like you know one of the things that you have to cure is lightheadedness and like all the people walk around with a light bulb instead of a head <laughs> and the way that you cure it is you have this machine that you build out as one of the rooms oh, wow. um, and it unscrews your head light bulb puts <laughs> it away and then plugs in a printout of your normal head wow it's very clever it's That's very cute good. Yeah, but like, you know, that whole theme thing where you can just sort of like build it and then watch it go. Oh, that's nice. Much like your children. Much like my children. <laughs> Except <laughs> I don't try to unscrew their head. Okay, Because that good. would be illegal. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> and that is our show. Join us in seven days when we play... Cozy Grove. Cozy Grove. Cozy Grove. You have seven days to play Cozy Grove from Apple Arcade. Tim Cook has been working very hard on this. If you want to tweet us, uh, you can at Seven Days to Play, and follow us on Instagram, and you can find us on Spotify at Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven days to play.